Okay, and welcome back to the second episode of the JC Podcast. My name is Danny Podolsky. I am a writer for Overtime Heroics. Today, we are going to be talking about Colin Kaepernick and if he wants to return to the NFL, which teams should sign him. But first, I'd like to introduce my two co-hosts. So first is Cyrus Tuzi. Cyrus, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm excited. I think this is a really important issue that we should address and some interesting things that we can talk about. So it should be a good episode. My second co-host is Josh Libby. Josh, say what's up. What's up? Super excited for this episode, and I think we get to hit two key components of the of Colin Kaepernick off the field and on the field, and that's what our podcast is about. Yeah, and we should mention before we get into this is that Black Lives Matter and racial injustice in America is so much more important than the football side of this, and... I mean, Colin Kaepernick is so much more important in terms of like society right now than just from a football standpoint. But we are going to address Kaepernick and his return to the NFL and what which teams from a football standpoint should in fact sign him. And we should we're going to start by asking this question. Cyrus, I'll go to you first. Do you believe if you're Kaepernick, you would even want to return? If I was Colin Kaepernick, I would not want to return to the NFL. They treated him so poorly. He was, we are now six, five years from when he first started to kneel. And we're now seeing exactly why he kneeled in the first place. It was frowned upon. It was, it was criticized, but he was ultimately exercising his right to peacefully protest. And now we understand now when we see this rioting and this looting, now everyone's suddenly going back to Kaepernick, but it's really always been just the same idea this whole time that no one listened to him. And I just think that if I were him, like Akeem Hicks said it best, like the Bears signed Mike Glennon. Like it's very clear to me which of those two players is better. Colin Kaepernick is miles better than Mike Glennon ever was. And yet the Bears gave him a pretty big contract, if I can remember correctly, and they didn't sign Colin Kaepernick. And Steph Curry also said there are – there's a backup quarterback and there's a starting quarterback for 32 NFL teams. That's 60, 64 quarterbacks total. Colin Kaepernick is 100% in the top 64 quarterbacks available to be signed, if not much better than a lot of those 64. Why not? Why was he not signed? Clearly because of the, his peaceful protests. And yeah, so that's why I wouldn't think if I were him, I don't think he should return or even want to return. Yeah, and I also have some thoughts on this. Josh, I'll go to you first. Yeah, so I agree with Cyrus completely, but I still think as an activist, Colin Kaepernick will be able to make a change and difference, no matter if that's on the field or off the field. So, I mean, it's great to know that he's going to be making an impact, but like Cyrus said, he's just been treated really unfairly, and I think maybe more of an impact is going to be made off the field even though he is in that top 64 to possibly produce and give a team a second chance but I don't think the NFL has treated him in a fair way so I don't think he should want to come back I I totally agree I don't if you're Kaepernick I mean what is that what has the NFL really given you at this point they've just disrespected him completely he he filed a lawsuit back in 2017 they ended up settling I just I don't if, – if you're Kaepernick, it's like you, you've had so many opportunities where you should have had the job. 
and guys like Mike Lennon have gone it over you. And this is because you used your right to peacefully protest. What is, I mean, what has the NFL done for Kaepernick? I, I, if I'm Kaepernick, I wouldn't actually want to come back. Um, now, at this point, Kaepernick is now four years removed from being a starting quarterback at age 32. Josh, I'll start with you. Do you believe at this point Kaepernick is good enough from a football standpoint to still be a starting quarterback in the NFL? So, I mean, we've seen these videos of him working out, having like kind of a fake pro day. And he's, he's shown that he deserves one of these 64 starting and backup roles. I think it's really going to depend on the team, which is what we're going get, to get into in this podcast. I think starting quarterback could be pushing it a little bit because that's factoring in the age and the organization. But I do think there will be a couple fits that we mentioned throughout this podcast that we could really consider Colin Kaepernick being a starter. Charles, what do you think? Colin Kaepernick is not just – when you get Colin Kaepernick, you don't just get a quarterback. You get a locker room player, and that's something that I think is extremely important. He brings – almost any NFL player, I will assume, going into this season, will be kneeling for the, for the anthem, for the flag. I believe that Colin Kaepernick can be a very strong backup and maybe even a starter in my opinion. Obviously, there's no doubt that he's rusty. But we see guys that are playing late 30s, early 40s, and I know it's hard to do that, but it's very possible. And if he worked at it, I'm sure he could do it. But Colin Kaepernick, a locker room player and someone that will really, really help the dynamic of the group when you think of um, a lot of these NFL head coaches are white. And so when you think about that, it's hard. It'd be much easier if you have – a black leader stepping up and taking charge because they truly understand what it's like for the locker room. That's just my opinion. I think Colin Kaepernick would be a great addition to any NFL team. Yeah. And I actually find it really interesting. His last year as a starter was 2016. His head coach that year was Chip Kelly, who is known or has had at least rumors from LaShawn McCoy and Deshaun Jackson of possibly being a racist. And that year Kaepernick, through 11 games, the team sucked. That he start not him specifically. The 49ers started that year one and ten. Kaepernick threw 16 touchdowns and four interceptions, and he got benched by Chip Kelly that year for Blaine Gabbert. I mean, that says something. This guy was still pretty good at that point in his career. And then the 2017 preseason is when he started kneeling, and he got he got Blaine Gabbert, who is just a bad white NFL quarterback beat him out for that spot with Chip Kelly there. I, I don't even think when this guy towards the end of his of his when he got benched in twenty sixteen, I don't even think this guy was that bad. I still think he was a very good quarterback and got treated really unfairly in that situation. I definitely think he's still good enough to maybe even be a back end starter. I, I can't I can't sit here and tell you that there are sixty four and realistically, some teams rush for three quarterbacks. I can't sit here and tell you there are 80 quarterbacks who are better than Colin Kaepernick. I don't know if there are 30 quarterbacks better than Colin Kaepernick. So I think he definitely 
at somewhere somewhere from a pure talent standpoint, a hundred percent deserves to be on a roster. And not to mention he does bring a great locker room presence. So all right, so now we're gonna go through each team and look at really just the fit for Kaepernick and if we think that'd be a good option for him. So we're gonna go by division. We'll start with the NFC East. And Josh, I'll go to you. What do you think about Kaepernick and his fit on the Dallas Cowboys? So, I mean, Dallas Cowboys, they have Dak Prescott, obviously, who wants way too much money, doesn't deserve it. But no matter what, I mean, he's the starting quarterback. But as a result of his contract and wanting a new one, maybe we see him hold out. Could be a possibility but backing him up as Andy Dalton is still a veteran in the league. So I do think it'd kind of be hard for Kaepernick to immediately set in as a quarterback on this roster. But if something were to happen, I think there's certainly an opening. Yeah, and I will say I'm not in the business of labeling the Cowboys a racist organization because I don't know Jerry Jones personally. But I I will say this. I know Jerry Jones is – uh, very close to Donald Trump, regardless of your political stance on him. And he was also – he waited very long to make a statement on George Floyd in the protest. I would be pretty surprised if the Cowboys end up signing him. If they do, it would put a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott. Maybe – I mean, Prescott's not going to get $40 million a year anyway, but maybe he would really start to try to get a pay cut because of Kaepernick's there. Kaepernick's a better option than Andy Dolan. I mean, Andy Dolan's a solid quarterback, but – I mean, he's really nothing special. So we're going to move on. We'll go to the New York Giants, and I'll start with Cyrus. All right. Well, I think personally that out of all four NFC East teams, the Giants are the worst fit. Now, that being said, Kaepernick is on any team a great addition to the roster. But when you look at the team like the Dallas Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Washington Redskins, I believe – that Kaepernick would be a better fit there. And it's not even that – because obviously Daniel Jones is going to start for that football team. However, Kaepernick would do a really good job mentoring um, Daniel Jones. But the Giants already have Colt McCoy in at um, in at the backup position. So I, I don't think it would be difficult, but I just think a lot of other teams could use him more than the Giants could. That being said, as a Giants fan, I would never be opposed to the, the signing of Colin Kaepernick because he's a great quarterback, and if Daniel Jones gets hurt, I would rather Kaepernick go in than Colt McCoy. But out of the four NFC East teams, I believe the Giants are the worst fit. Josh, do you have any thoughts on this? Because I, I do, but I'll let you go first. Yeah, I mean, I have so just a pretty brief thought is that they should ride out Daniel Jones no matter if he's fumbling the ball five times a game. But just because he's young, he has the potential. So I really don't see Colin Kaepernick fitting into this situation. But maybe as a backup, it just he shouldn't start for the Giants if the Giants are trying to be a better organization down the line. I'm going to disagree with both you guys. I think the Giants would be a great option for Colin Kaepernick, and here's why. Colin Kaepernick is better than Colt McCoy. That's pretty straightforward. Daniel Jones – yeah, he may have a bright future, and we've discussed that on our first podcast. Who knows? I, I'm not too high on Daniel Jones, but I'm not super low on him either. If Daniel Jones struggles, Colin Kaepernick is a great option to go in, and maybe it doesn't mean Daniel Jones is 
done if he has a bad year this year. But maybe he's only 23 still. If he struggles, Kaepernick could maybe ride that ship. And who knows if the – I don't think the Giants can make the playoffs. I'll say that now. But maybe he can get that team to be 500. So I actually think the Giants would be a pretty intriguing option for Colin Kaepernick. Sorry, so do you have any thoughts on that, or should we move on to the next team? Uh, I think we can move on to the next team. I think we cover that team. Okay, and, we'll, well. and we will go to my Philadelphia Eagles, which is – I actually think the Eagles would be a great option for Kaepernick, and here's why. Nate Sudfeld's the third string. He always plays well in the preseason. Limited NFL action. Carson Wentz is obviously a starter. And Carson Wentz has gotten hurt twice, whether or not – I want to talk about that or not. Whether or not I would like to admit that Carson Wentz has had an injury history – he does have an injury history. And if he goes down, Jalen Hurts may have a bright future. But right now, as it stands today, if Carson Wentz goes down, Jalen Hurts is not going to be able to come in and win games for that team. Colin Kaepernick, especially if the Eagles are in playoff position and Carson Wentz gets hurt, let's say week 13, week 14, Kaepernick's going to be able to come in and win some games. So I think Eagles very good option for Kaepernick. Cyrus, I'll start with you. What do you think? Okay, so I absolutely agree with uh, exactly what you said. And I think I absolutely have to talk about Carson Wentz's injury problem. He is very injury prone. And I think that uh, last season, they were in the playoffs, wild card versus the Seahawks. I believe that if – and Josh McCown, correct me if I'm wrong, Josh McCown goes in the game. Josh McCown played his heart out. He played his heart out. I 100% agree with you. But who, are you, who would you rather have, Josh McCown or Colin Kaepernick? Like, that's a question. Who would you rather have? No, I'll say I'd rather have Kaepernick. And I just will say, to be fair to McCown, he was throwing to Ortega Whiteside. Ortega Whiteside, had to mention him because he sucks. Robert Davis and, like, Deontay Burnett, absolute no-names. So, I will that's- say that in fair. But you are right. Ka- Kaepernick definitely better than McCown. Go ahead. Yeah, so I feel like like you covered it already. Nate Sudfeld, he's not going to get in any, in any action if he does because Wentz goes down and Hurts goes down. That's a serious problem for the Philadelphia Eagles with Nate Sudfeld in the quarterback. Hurts, even if Wentz goes down, Hurts goes in. Like you said, that's not a great – that's a pretty big problem, Hurts. I actually really like Jalen Hurts, but I don't like where he's picked by the Philadelphia Eagles. I think he has a chance to be a starter in this league, but not right now and not for a while, and I don't think he'll ever really get that chance with the Eagles with the way they plan on using him. So I think Colin Kaepernick would be a great fit for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, it's funny because you mentioned Ernest. He was my favorite player in college football for the last four years, and then it's just a bad fit for the Eagles. I want to love the pick. It's just a bad fit. Josh, do you have any thoughts on Kaepernick to the Eagles? Yeah, I mean, I agree with both you guys. My reason is a little bit different. I think it's a good topic for another podcast, but I don't think Jalen Hurts is playing quarterback in the NFL. I think okay. he's going to be transitioned somewhere else, and it really opens the door, if that's the case, to Colin Kaepernick coming in and making an immediate impact as a backup. And then Carson, Carson Wentz happens to go down, then I think Colin Kaepernick could be the guy. Yeah, it's a fair point. It's one of those things where we can further discuss this on different podcasts, but like the logic of Jalen Hurts, we're going to draft him to be a receiver. Denzel Mims was on the board. The Eagles should have taken Mims, and that would have been a good pick. But let's move on, and I'll start or go to the Washington Redskins' fourth team in the NFC East. They currently have Dwayne Haskins is going to be the starter at age 23. They also have Kyle Allen, who started 13 games for the Panthers last year. And then Alex Smith, he had a great E60 probably a month ago. I don't know if he'll play in the NFL game. I'm certainly rooting for him. But that looks like a 
unlikely option. I don't see Kaepernick as a fit to this team, and that's just because they have the quarterback depth. Um, although, like honestly, right at the moment, it's one of those things where I think Kaepernick might be better than every other quarterback on that roster. But Dwayne Haskins could have a bright future. I actually like Dwayne Haskins. He struggled last year. He didn't really have receivers though, and like Kyle Allen's another young, solid backup quarterback with athletic. NFL experience. I don't think Kaepernick's going to go to Washington. Sarge, what do you think? Okay, so in my opinion, the Washington Redskins are a great fit for Colin Kaepernick, and let me tell you why. Let's look at this QB room. Alex Smith, I hope, I hope, I hope that he comes back and is able to play the way he used to. I really do, because I'm really rooting for him, like you said. That being said, that's very unlikely, as much as I hope it will happen. Then we go to Kyle Allen. Let's talk about Kyle Allen. I personally don't think he's that good. No, I mean, I I don't either, but that's why he's a backup. Right, fine, he's a backup. All he did was give the ball to Christian McCaffrey, threw some checkdowns, made one or two decent plays. You know, definitely not better than Cam Newton. We're not going to talk about that, though. Kyle on fine, backup, but I don't even think he's that good. But you never know things can happen. Now let's talk about Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, I believe, does not have a bright future in this football league. I really don't. I don't think he's that good. And I, uh, I, and when we talk about his receiving core, Terry McLaurin is an absolute stud. So there's no – and I don't say it that meaning that they had an extremely strong receiving core, but I do say it meaning he had some targets, he had some opportunities, head coaching issues, this, that, whatever. I don't think he'll be that good. Like you said – I believe Colin Kaepernick would be the best quarterback in that quarterback room, and that's just personally why in, in this league, if you, whenever you can get a chance to upgrade at a position, you take that chance. So if the Redskins want a better quarterback, they have one in Colin Kaepernick. They just need to go out and get him. Yeah, and I, I mean, Kyle Allen's not a starting NFL quarterback. I'll say that. Um, Josh, do you have any thoughts on Kaepernick to Washington, or should we move on to the NFC North? Um, I, I agreed with everything you said, Danny, just in terms of depth in terms of Dwayne Haskins should be the guy. So I think it's fair to move on and say that Washington, in my opinion, isn't a great fit. Okay, so we'll, we're going to move on to the NFC North, and we'll just start at the Vikings. Um, I'll, I'll pretty much – so Vikings right now, they have Kirk Cousins as the starter. Sean Mannion is the backup. Colin Kaepernick is definitely better than Sean Mannion, but he's – I don't think Kaepernick, four years removed, is better than Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins gets a lot of crap from people, but, like, He's a solid NFL quarterback. Um, unless either of you guys have thoughts, I would move on from this team. But Cyrus, looks like you have something you want to say. No? No, no. I just wanted to agree with what you were saying. I, like, Kirk, I believe, is really underrated. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, I don't see Minnesota as a great fit. So, we're going to go on to the Chicago Bears, which is one of the more interesting teams. They have Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky battling out for the starting spot. Head coach Matt Nagy has said each guy will get an equal opportunity. And quite frankly, Trubisky looked pretty pissed off about it. And maybe that could add another – maybe that could, like, inspire him to try to play better because he really sucked last year. Um, I do have some thoughts, but Cyrus, will start with you. What do you think about um, Colin Kaepernick to the Bears? Well, the Bears, in my opinion, are the best fit in the National Football League for Colin Kaepernick. The Bears did not pick up Mitch Trubisky's fifth-year option. Nick Foles – besides one amazing playoff run with the Philadelphia Eagles, has had a lackluster and mediocre career. 
2013, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Fine, fine. But you want to talk about right now how Nick Foles is playing? Oh, no, absolutely. Outside of Philly, Nick Foles is 5-11. and 11. Yeah, exactly. All I'm trying to say here is that the Chicago Bears and the way Matt Nagy runs his offense, he's got a lot of unique play calls. And I think Colin Kaepernick has the potential to really thrive in a kind of offense like that. The Bears, Akeem Hicks said it. They signed Mike Lennon instead of going for Colin Kaepernick. They have a chance to ratify that by signing him if they can. The Bears, I believe, definitely, definitely, definitely have one of the weakest quarterback rooms in the NFL with Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky. Colin Kaepernick would be a huge step up from both of those quarterbacks, in my opinion, and I think he'd be a great fit for that team. Josh, do you have any thoughts on this, or should I get my take? Yeah. So I have my take on this is that five, I really hope Kaepernick goes to the Bears and then three years down the line, I can watch a 30 for 30 on the quarterback room in Chicago in 2020 where that would be former Mitchell Trubisky, here, here's, here's how it's going to go. Mitchell Trubisky taken before Patrick Mahomes battling out with Super Bowl champion against the New England Patriots, Nick Foles, and then they sign Colin Kaepernick and it's, just a three-way quarterback battle of three mediocre quarterbacks, and I think it'd be very fun. And not not only is it Kaepernick, but it's Kaepernick after like three, four years before you signed a shitty white quarterback in Mike Lennon. Yeah, that 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 would be a great thirty for thirty. That is a great idea if they sign Kaepernick. And honestly, like I'll I'll have there's a spell in my heart for Nick Foles. He won the Super Bowl, but I've always felt like once Nick Foles moved on from Philly. I'm rooting for – like, I'm not rooting – like, last year sucked when he got hurt week one and then came back and played like crap. I don't like seeing that. But to a certain degree, I don't really care full – I don't really care what Fulis does the rest of his career unless he comes back to Philly. Colin Kaepernick is be- – I mean, Colin Kaepernick, in my opinion, has to be better than both those our two quarterbacks. Both those guys were two of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL last year. Um, I think it would be a great fit. It's an offense where – not a lot of receiver help, but big tight, a lot of tight ends. Colin Kaepernick with Vernon Davis back in the day, that was a great, um, like tandem of quarterback to tight end. Um, I think Kaepernick to Chicago would be a great fit. I don't think it's gonna happen though. I don't, I, I think it's rare that you see teams go into a preseason with three players who have a realistic chance of being the week one starter. That being said, we'll move on to Green Bay. Green Bay is interesting, and I think they could sign Kaepernick, and here's why. Jordan Love is going to be the starting quarterback of the future, but at this point in his career, if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, Jordan Love will not be the guy yet. Three years down the road, yeah, Jordan Love's going to be the option. Jordan Love, I do believe, will be their franchise guy. Right now, it's not him. And Rodgers has gotten hurt a lot of times in the last few years, and he's at age 36 right now, so he's getting older. Kaepernick would be a good fit to Green Bay, in my opinion. Josh, we'll start with you. What do you think? Yeah, so I completely agree with you, Danny. I think there's going to be some sort of gap in between Rodgers leaving and Love being ready. And if they want to win games, it's pretty simple to sign Colin Kaepernick. And they have the offensive threats, so I don't think that's a problem. But definitely filling in a void there at quarterback Okay, so personally, I think that um, Colin Kaepernick is not a great fit for the 
Packers. And I don't deny what you guys are saying that, yes, he could – if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. But in my opinion, Jordan Love is their franchise guy. And if, say, Aaron Rodgers goes down this season – why not get your guy some playing experience? Get him used to the NFL field. Get him used to how it works. I, you saw what happened. Aaron Rodgers got hurt one or two seasons ago. Um, Brett Hundley came in at the quarterback position. They didn't win games anyway. It's hard. It's like it's not just about on the field. When your starting quarterback gets hurt, that and especially if your starting quarterback is Aaron Rodgers, that just has kind of a morale impact on the rest of the team. And it's hard for anyone to step up and be that guy. Now, I'm obviously not disagreeing with you that Colin Kaepernick could go in there and help them win games. But I am saying that why not get your your young franchise quarterback some playing experience? Sarah, let me ask you something. What if the Packers are 9-3, and three, first, first team in the top of the NFC North, and Rodgers goes down then? So Would that's a rather... different story. That's a different story. I'm saying – that if it's like what happened a few years ago and they were not in playoff contention, they were in playoff contention, but they, it was early enough in the season that, like, they didn't have another choice. It, even if that happens, you never really know what's going to happen with Kaepernick, and he's a good quarterback. So if you're – I guess you're right. If you're 9-3, and three, top of the NFC North, Kaepernick is a good option for you. But my scenario is, like, you're 3-2, and two, Rodgers goes down – I say roll the dice, see what happens with Jordan Love. Now, I'm, I'm going to disagree because I think it's different when you're – now that other Packers team with Brett Hundley, that was a good playoff team that ended up not making it because Rodgers got hurt. But this, this Packers team, yeah, they're not you know, they're not like the favorite to win the title, but I think they're good enough to make the playoffs. And let's say they are 3-2 and two and Rodgers gets hurt. Colin Kaepernick's going to have a better chance at leading that team to the playoffs than Jordan Love will. But we're going to move on to – the Detroit Lions, who went 3-12-1 last year, fourth in the NFC North. Pretty interesting quarterback room. They had Chase Dan- – um, Matthew Stafford is the starter. They, they started the year 3-4-1. and four, one. He was playing well. He gets a shoulder injury, goes on IR. David Blow and Chase Daniel come in and go 0-8. Cyrus, I'll start with you. Colin Kaepernick to Detroit. What do you think? Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, you just – laid out flat the results of what happens when Matt Stafford doesn't play for their football team. He has, is very injury-prone. He's an injury-prone quarterback. David Blow, I mean, Thanksgiving Day, I think he had a pretty good – I mean, that was pretty cool. He, like, caught a receiving touchdown. I thought that was pretty awesome. But at the end of the day, David Blow is not going to go in there win games. You said him and Chase Daniel went 0-8. Colin Kaepernick is, like, obviously that's a great – great fit for that team. I mean, Matt Stafford is definitely injury prone. They have the receiving core in Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones and Danny Amendola. Um, Colin Kaepernick would definitely be able to do well with, um, with those receivers. And I don't believe that um, he would beat out Matt Stafford for the starting spot when they're both healthy, but really there's a good chance that Matt Stafford probably gets hurt again this season no matter for how long, if it's he goes on IR, if he's out for three, four, five weeks, Matt Stafford, and maybe they're in playoff contention. You never know. Matt, uh, excuse me, Colin Kaepernick goes in the game, and maybe he he wins three out of the five games. You're still in it. Matt Stafford comes in, and you can keep riding that out, see what happens. Josh, do you have any thoughts on this? I mean, I think Matt Stafford is highly underrated, and 
I think he's a very talented quarterback, and Detroit should ride him out with ride ride him out as long as possible. And then you look at this David Blau kid. I mean, unbelievable Thanksgiving game. But if he's going to be the backup, I mean, if I'm a Lions fan, I'm not highly disappointed. I mean, he played in the Bears game on Thanksgiving and threw for 280 yards and two touchdowns. And, I mean, doing that on Thanksgiving Day is pretty impressive. He had two more games of two over 200 yards and then two more eh games. But – in my opinion, like that's enough to be a backup quarterback. And if Matthew Stafford is obviously going to be the number one, I really don't think this is a great fit for Colin Kaepernick. So I'm not saying that Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford, I agree with you, is underrated. And I actually think he's a very good quarterback. But the inevitable comes around, he gets hurt. Do, do you know what their final record was after David Blow goes in the game? Like, Danny just said it. They went 0-8 with him and Chase Daniel. And obviously, and Tom Brady said it, when you get a chance to go in this National Football League, you win games or you don't play again. That's just how it works. David Blow clearly proved that individual stats are not enough for a football team. You need to be winning games as a starting quarterback in order to prove yourself and be able to continue to start. Colin Kaepernick has proved that he can win football games. David Blow clearly has not, even if he throw through for plus 200 yards. So, yeah, I mean, that that's a fair point you're making. And I'm kind of in the middle with this now. I just think for this team, Colin Kaepernick might be more of a mid-season get than roll with him as one of three quarterbacks going into the season. But I, I think we can move on from this topic probably. Yeah, I I think – sorry, she pretty much said everything I would have said about Kaepernick to Detroit. In terms of David Lowe, the only reason I even heard of him is because he tweeted out, like, preseason, he's the lowest overall player on Madden. And so he tweeted out, I'll give, like, $1,000 to the first person who wins MVP, who uses me and wins MVP. That's the only reason I'd even heard of David Lowe. And besides that Thanksgiving game, I mean, he was horrible. So we're going to go to the NFC South. And I'm going to start by ruling out the Saints who have Drew Brees, Jameis Winston, and Taysom Hill in that quarterback room. I don't think he'd have a spot. And the one thought I'll put out there, that would just be really interesting and probably awkward between Drew Brees and Colin Kaepernick in that same quarterback room. Do either of you guys have a thought on that, or should we move on? I mean, I don't necessarily think it'd be awkward, but I don't think we need to spend time talking about it so we can move on to the next team. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. We're going to go to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Tom Brady at age 43, system quarterback Brady. That's for a different podcast. He's currently projected to be the quarterback they moved on from Jameis Winston. Ryan Griffin, one NFL start, is currently projected to be the backup. Josh, I'll start with you. Kaepernick's in Tampa Bay. How's that sound? So, I mean, I'm a Patriots fan, and I'm going to – Tom Brady's a system quarterback. He's going to have a meh year Different this podcast. Year. Maybe yep. even the next podcast at some point different podcast but what Tom Brady gives them one year and then who, who goes in playing Gabbard no Ryan oh, they Griffin do play, they no. do play Gabbard I didn't realize that they do play Gabbard I just don't think Blaine Gabbard goes in and yes they need a QB to back Tom Brady up but it's not doing the franchise any good to bring in what is Colin Kaepernick 32 yeah he's 32 
And I just think it seems kind of counterproductive if you're going out and getting a quarterback when your 40-something-year-old quarterback just retired. I feel like if a quarterback is going to go into this Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense, they should be young. And if they want to sign Colin Kaepernick to back that young guy up, that's a possibility. Yeah, I I really I couldn't agree more with that. Sorry, do you have any thoughts on him to Tampa? No. Okay, we're going to go to the Carolina Panthers. Panthers cut Cam Newton, traded Kyle Allen. They now have Teddy Bridgewater is projected to be the week one guy. They also have rookie from last year, fifth-round pick Will Greer, and also XFL star P.J. Walker. Cyrus, I'll start with you. Kaepernick to Carolina. How, what do you think about that? I mean, I don't think it's a bad fit, honestly. I, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, we saw what he did with the Saints. He went 5-0 and with that team when Drew Brees was hurt. Definitely played a big part in them finding their way to 13-3. and Ultimately didn't even get them a first-round bye, but that's besides the point. He went 5-0 and starting for that team. Got a big contract with the Carolina Panthers. Now, when we talk about their backups, you said uh, P.J. Walker and Will Greer. Um, Will Greer went in how many games he – I remember him playing this season. He did not play well. Um, P.J. Walker, XFL star. He was an XFL star, but there is a humongous gap between the NFL and the XFL. So when we think about that, you never know really, but he is project. He'll probably be, in my opinion, a mediocre, lower tier backup quarterback. The same with Will Greer. So you never know what happens with Teddy Bridgewater. Obviously, Colin Kaepernick goes in. That's a, that that really works for me. But I, I mean, I like. It's a lot of the case with a lot of these teams is Kaepernick is would be a good fit if they if their quarterback went down, but it's just really like if it's necessary, unnecessary, you never know. So that's just my opinion. Panthers, I, I really think Kaepernick could work or he couldn't. I don't know. I have I'm kind of neutral on this on this team. Yeah, I think Kaepernick. I mean, honestly, like Teddy Bridgewater played well, but he's. Like Kaepernick, both guys have played so little in the last five years. Not five years, last three years. Um, I mean, P.J. Walker looked good in the XFL. There's, we haven't seen any XFL players coming over to the NFL. He looked good. So I'm rooting for P.J. Walker, but we'll see. I, I do think Kaepernick would be a good fit, though, for this team. Can I just say that the, the mere fact that you've said it yourself – Colin Kaepernick and Teddy Bridgewater haven't played that much in this league in the, over the past three years, four years. The fact that Teddy Bridgewater was able to come in and go 5-0 and with the Saints after not playing for a long time is very impressive in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think that that looks promising for the Carolina Panthers' future. No, and also, if Bridgewater can do it, why can't Kaepernick do it? Exactly. Kaepernick had more success beforehand. Josh, do you have any thoughts on this? I mean, I would like to see Colin Kaepernick on this Panthers offense, but at the same time, I just feel like there's too much youth in this quarterback room. And I'd agree with everything you guys said. It just, when you have three young guys, I feel like it's hard to bring in Colin Kaepernick, especially if he may or may not start. Okay. So we'll go on to the Atlanta Falcons to finish up the NFC North, sorry, NFC South. I don't know if there's really much here. Matt Ryan is top 15 at this point, starting quarterback. Matt Schaub is an experienced, solid backup. 
I don't really see Kaepernick going here. Do either of you guys have any thoughts on the Falcons? No. I mean, it's it's just one of those things. Good quarterback, veteran there, backup. What there are do? some there are some teams where like it's just it, Kaepernick's just not going to go there. Let's go to the NFC South. We'll start with the Atlanta, not Atlanta, Arizona Cardinals. We're going to do the rest of the NFC, finish out this division, and then we'll take the a NFC, quick break. NFC West. That will finish out. We already did the first three divisions. That finishes out the NFC. Yes, NFC West. And then we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsor, Anchor. So the Arizona Cardinals, they have Kyler Murray, the first overall pick last year, really bright future, great rookie year. Brett Hundley's the backup. I don't see – I think if Kaepernick comes here, he's not going to see the field. So I don't see it as a fit. Do either of you guys have any different thoughts on that? I mean, I think you can bring in Colin Kaepernick to back up, and that's about it. And now that's another thing we haven't really discussed is if Kaepernick gets signed, it may be as a backup role. But I, I just I personally don't see Arizona as the fit. Cyrus, go ahead. Well, I just think that on that topic, Colin Kaepernick, if he was signed, I believe he's a locker room guy. He's a guy that brings a lot of – I mean, a lot, he has gained a lot of respect around a lot of the players around the league because of, he sacrificed his career for what he believed in in fighting for racial injustice. So he has a lot of respect. He can – I believe whether he starts when he's signed or he's a back when he's signed, he will make an immediate impact on whatever team signs him. So that's why I really think I would never be opposed to a team signing Kaepernick because he will always go in and like improve a team's locker room and that will ultimately affect game day performance. Yeah, that's a fair point. So we'll go on to the Los Angeles Rams who have Jared Goff, first overall pick from the 2016 draft class as a starter and don't have a true backup in place right now. They have Bryce Perkins and Josh Love, who are both rookies. Honestly, I think Kaepernick in the McVay system could be a good fit. I, I've i never been too high on Goff. I don't think Goff's a terrible quarterback, but he's not an elite quarterback, especially as a first round, a first overall pick. So, I, yeah, I'd say Kaepernick, the, the Rams, could be a good fit. Josh, I'll start with you. Do you have any thoughts? No, I mean, I, I just agree with you. It's one of those weird teams in a weird situation where, you know, it could go. It's one of those where he's better than the backup but not better than the starter. And, like, if the Rams really want to upgrade their backup quarterback, yeah, bring him in. Cyrus, do you have any? No, you covered okay. everything that I think. Okay. Now, the next team, you know, let's go to the Seahawks last from this division. Let's go to the 49ers first. Jimmy G led them to the Super Bowl, although he didn't – he wasn't bad, but, like, he wasn't really the one leading them there as backups. They also have C.J. Bathard and Nick Mullins, who each have some experience as quarterbacks in the NFL. Do we see a Kaepernick return to San Francisco? Personally, I don't. Cyrus, what as about cool you? cool and as awesome as it would be to see Colin Kaepernick go back to his former team and maybe – like, I would love to see him – on the 49ers doing something really special with that team. When you think about it, though, their quarterback room is really, like, it's pretty strong in my opinion, and I just don't see Colin Kaepernick going back to the 49ers. And then to finish it off before we get to our break is going to be the CLC Seahawks. This one's interesting because 
Pete Carroll pretty much came out and said, we're, he didn't necessarily say we're interested, but I have been, I've talked to someone else who is interested. But if he does sign specifically in Seattle, he would be the backup. And I don't, I don't see it. The one thought I had is it would be so like interesting and looking back, like if you told me seven years ago, there'd be a situation where Kaepernick is on the Seahawks and Richard Sherman is on the 49ers. That would have sounded pretty crazy. That's my only real thought on this because I don't see that happening. Either of you guys have that's any a, thoughts? That's a stick point. That's a, I, didn't, I didn't even think about it that way. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, no, it's just Pete Carroll said he regretted not signing Cap before, but now I don't see it either. But your point is, like, really cool. Richard Sherman on the Niners, uh, Cap on the Seahawks. That's really cool. Josh? No, I think both of you guys covered that very well. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. You guys get to listen to me talk about Anchor. Here we go. All right, we're back, and we're going to be talking about the AFC East. Uh, we're going to start off with the Buffalo Bills. I'll give my take first. I mean, I personally think that Josh Allen is actually a really strong quarterback in this league, and I think he has a lot of potential. I will say their backup quarterback situation is not looking great with what all the stuff that's going on with Jake Fromm right now. I personally don't know who the third string is. So I think that Kaepernick going in there in a backup role would look really good. And especially with the, the text messages with Jake Fromm, I think he would shift the locker room feeling with, with the quarterback room a little bit. So I think that Colin Kaepernick would work really well with the Buffalo Bills as a backup quarterback because I don't believe he would start over Josh Allen. Danny? It's one of those weird things where you got to wonder the relationship that would form there between – Jake Fromm and Kaepernick. The Buffalo Bills, and again, I'm not trying to label anyone racist. That's not what I'm here to do. They also did sign Richie Incognito out of retirement a few years ago. So that is two racial incidents that that organization has had. But honestly, imagine the power, like the, imagine how good of like a PR move it would be. And it's unfortunate that this would play a factor into why they end up doing it. But imagine if they cut Fromm and signed Kaepernick. I mean that would look good for the organization. I don't. That's not gonna. I really doubt that happens though, because Fromm already slipped up round five. Cyrus, go ahead. Well, yeah, I would say that if they were to sign Kaepernick, it would be because they cut Fromm. So I don't believe that there is any any. Just like going back to what you said, I personally don't believe there is any relationship between Jake Fromm and Colin Kaepernick because I don't think they'd ever be in the same quarterback room. I believe if the Buffalo Bills were to sign Colin Kaepernick would be because they cut Jake from just, and like you said, it'd be a really good, great PR move for them. Yeah. And just, uh, Josh, do you have any thoughts on the bills before we move on? I mean, besides having a really amazing name, I think Josh Allen is an absolute stud of a quarterback. I think no one should come close to touching him on this roster with the backups. And I don't know. I mean, Matt Barkley, Jake from Davis Webb, like, by the way, by the way, that's Eagles legend Matt Barkley and Giants legend Davis Webb. Don't get that wrong. Yeah, come on. Okay, come on. I'm sorry, guys, but I mean, maybe you can bring in Colin Kaepernick if you do drop Jake from, but that's not a football move, like you said, Danny. That's a PR move. It, it's unfortunate that it would be that way, but that that is what that would be. We'll go to the Miami Dolphins, and. I, Personally, I don't see it because they have Tua as the rookie. Probably going to see Fitz, Fitzpatrick play this year. Tua as the backup. And then they also have Josh Rosen, who's terrible. But, like, 
I mean, I don't, I don't see him not being on that roster week one, so I don't see Kaepernick to the Dolphins. Josh, do you, do you agree, disagree? I mean, I agree. I don't see Kaepernick to the Dolphins, but, I mean, Josh Rosen is, like, the third quarterback in, uh, for the Miami Dolphins, and he's never had a good chance to play. He got drafted to the Cardinals, who just did not use him correctly. Horrendous offensive line. And then bring him to Miami with an even worse team. Okay, but Josh Rosen's also not good. Like Ryan Fitz, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I do understand Fitzpatrick is don't a disrespect legend. Fitzmagic. Yeah, do I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit here and disrespect Fitzpatrick. But Fitzpatrick's not an elite quarterback, and he was like five and eight as a starter of that team, which is a pretty bad team with no running back. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick had the most rushing yards for that team. But going back to what Josh said about about um about Josh Rosen, I don't believe he's ever gotten a fair shot at being a starting NFL quarterback. I, like, that Dolphins team that he was traded to, atrocious, very little weapons. Fine, Ryan Fitzpatrick comes in, but really, I don't believe that he got a really fair – like, he went to the Cardinals one year, not a great, very terrible offense, didn't have anything, like, a, to thrive in. He gets traded immediately and to the – um. To the Dolphins, doesn't get a fair shot there. A team that I would love to see trade for or sign Josh Rosen in the f- near future would be the New England Patriots. I think they could really work well with him. However, I, I agree with you, Danny. He's also not phenomenal. I just don't think it's fair to rule him out as a starting NFL quarterback just yet. I, I do believe Josh Rosen's got the chance, and he's, he, lost to Sam, he lost the job to Sam Bradford his rookie year and lost it to Ryan Fitzpatrick last year. And honestly, I think Josh Rosen hasn't gotten the opportunity because he teams have seen him and he's simply not good enough. I, I have literally no faith in Josh Rosen. I don't think he'll ever be a starting quarterback in the league. Um, the Patriots are super interesting. We're going to save that one for last from the AFC East. And I know Josh is going to have some takes on that. So we'll go with the Jets. Sam Darnold got mono last year, and that's when it all went down. They also have Joe Flacco, but he is on IR. He is also not elite. Joe Flacco is He's not a bum. Joe, Joe Flacco is not Joe, Fla- Joe Flacco is a bum. <laughs> point, point, point proven. That's three out of three. But Sam Darnold, I mean, he's been okay his first two years. What do you think? Kaepernick to the Jets? At this point, I think he's – like, I don't think you replace Sam Darnold. But maybe back him up. But I mean, Joe Flacco sucks. He's a veteran, though. And he's on IR too. I think he's out for the year. Well, I mean, if he's if he's going to be out the whole year, then maybe they're going to have to sign. I mean, they're going to have to sign someone who could go in. But if Joe Flacco's presence is still going to be there mentoring the QBs, I can't really see Colin Kaepernick being that guy. Danny, are you are you sure? Because I feel like he's on a one year deal. So if 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 Flacco. he's out for the yeah, I. I I don't know why they would Whatever. sign him. Oh, you're right. No, he, it says he has next. Okay, it says he's out through the start of September. Yeah, but that doesn't. Uh, either okay. way, I wouldn't. Either hate way, him. either way, Colin Kaepernick is a better quarterback than Joe. Darnold sucks. If Darnold sucks and it's his third NFL season, Colin Kaepernick, good fit to the Jets. That's my take. Agreed. All right, Josh, we will go to you because I'm sure you have some thoughts on this. Patriots. Tom Brady's gone. Tom Brady's no longer in New England. Thank God. They have Jared Stidham and Brian Hoyer. What do you think of Kaepernick? 
So first of all, like I'm a Patriots fan, but I'm going to put this out here. I'm not a fan of how this organization is run with Kraft and how it's coded with Belichick. I just Daddy. think the moves. Just, yes, Danny. What do you have to say? No, I'm pretty sure I'm speaking for Cyrus too. Uh, yeah, I, I know Patriots, exactly what you're going to say. Patriots fans, I'm about to go on a rant. Patriots fans do not understand. They're what so it means spoiled. To be so they spoiled. They don't understand it. Just don't don't get it. Six Super Bowls. Like, how can you want any more out of an organization? When the Eagles were eight and eight and had Chip Kelly trade literally everyone who they ever liked, I still rooted there. I still sat there and rooted for my team when they were four and twelve in twenty twelve. Unwatchable. Had pretty much LaShawn McCoy and nothing else. I still sat there and watched my team. When Ben right. McAdoo but- tore the Giants to shred in his second year coaching the team after a fluke of a season taking them to the wild card round, I sat there and suffered through him starting Geno Smith over Eli Manning. The Giants and the Eagles and any other mediocre, below mediocre team, the New England Patriots are like one of the greatest organizations of all time. So I, I personally don't understand how you cannot like them. However, I do think we're getting off topic, so we should let Josh talk. We'll, okay. we'll get back to Josh. It's just that my point is, Patriots fans don't get it. When your team sucks, you still root for them. That, that's my point. Josh, go ahead. I'm sorry. We did get off track. See, so I'm going to get a tiny bit off track again, but then I'm going to bring it right back if that's awesome. okay. Awesome. And here's – I completely get, get what you guys are saying, but my take on it is that, yes, there's a time in my life where I've seen the Patriots absolutely dominate, but right now I'm looking at this roster, and in a couple – three years – all these players are like 30. This Patriots roster is so old and there's going to be an absolute collapse of the New England Patriots. It's going to be an absolute disaster. And sounds, I mean, sounds great. It's, it's yeah. not going to be good, especially if our young quarterback who maybe the Patriots are thinking is the, is the guy is Jared Stidham. Like I can't watch that happen. Something needs to change in this organization in the near future, and I think Kaepernick could be, like, the perfect guy to do this. Can I just no. say something? Can I, can I say something? People get older. Like, it's just the natural way things go. There's always going to be an aging process with an NFL team. It's hard to keep players young, but you're saying that in three years, people on that roster are going to be 30. 27-year-olds can still play football for the next three years, four years, five years, six years, in my opinion. That team still has a bright future. Give Stidham a shot. Punk, and you give Stidham a shot. If he doesn't show up, Kaepernick obviously put him in. I believe he can still play. They do have some young threats in Nikhil Harry. Sony Michelle is pretty young. James White's like a vet. So, and, and their defense, Steph Gilmore. I feel like everyone, when they talk about the Patriots, just forgets about Steph Gilmore and the McCourty twins. It's not like they're falling apart, in my opinion. I just think that they've – when Tom Reddy left, the media decided to spin it, the collapse of the Patriots dynasty. I disagree 100% with that. I still think Belichick is a... So, we're having some technical difficulties here. Sorry, all I'm going to say like... is Go for it. the Patriots had the oldest roster going into 2019. I don't think that that's going to change going into next season. And the problem is they're not making any moves to get younger. Like, yeah, there are some teams with some solid potential young guys, and then there's some veterans, but the Patriots just seem like Nikhil Harry. We, 
we have a tackle and Isaiah Wynn. We have Stidham. But, like, besides a few guys, this team is aging. And it's going to be a disaster if nothing changes. The Patriots fans just don't get it. That's that's my take. And now, in terms of Kaepernick, if I'm if I'm Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick has always been a win-first guy, I call Colin Kaepernick right now and sign him to my roster. No matter what, he's better than Brian Hoyer. I give Stidham probably the week one start. I like what Stidham brings to the table. And the guy I'm going to – now, and I'm not saying Jared Stidham is going to be a top quarterback of all time, but I'm going to put it out there. Aaron Rodgers, his rookie year, 16 pass attempts, 65 yards, and interception. Jared Stidham, his rookie year, four pass attempts, 14 yards, and interception. Who cares? It's such a small sample size. You can't say that Jared Stidham can't be that guy because he performed poorly on limited snaps in the regular season. But I 100% bring Kaepernick to compete. Sorry, so you have a quick thought because we should move on because we went a little bit off track with the Patriots. Yeah, sorry. So I just think that uh, when you think about, like, Jared Stidham, I believe when he was put into the game, the Patriots were already up by so much. That's a low stakes thing. It's not. It's not like a. I don't believe that should have any reflection on what anyone thinks about Jared Stidham. It, it really would. Any other fan base be upset about a guy throwing an interception in four pass attempts? You're just so spoiled. Like they got Brady. They got a system quarterback. Another podcast for nope. twenty years. Who's great? And now they get a little bit of adversity, and they're not going to be the best team in the NFL. And it's like, oh, we don't root for the team anymore. Oh, whatever. We're going to go into the AFC North and start with the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson just won MVP. Robert Griffin III is a solid backup. I think we're in agreement here. Kaepernick, Baltimore, it would be cool. He almost beat them in a Super Bowl. It's not going to happen. Let's go on next to the Pittsburgh Steelers. This one is interesting. Because you have Big Ben who got hurt last year, but he's coming back, and it looks like he's going to be ready for week one. As backups, both Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges had moments where they looked good and had moments where they looked like absolute bums. Josh, I'll start with you. Kaepernick to Pittsburgh. How does that sound? I mean, this quarterback room is not good, and I think Colin Kaepernick could – definitely contribute here and this is why I like Pittsburgh is one of the landing spots because I think he has a chance to not only come in but do something but I think you're leaving out an absolute stud of in in this depth chart for the Pittsburgh Steelers is Paxton Lynch former first round pick I mean Paxton Lynch is a bomb who cares if he's fourth string that doesn't affect anything Paxton Lynch is nasty okay can I, like, can I add something to that? He's 6'7". He's 6'7". Are, are we really about to get a Paxton yeah, Lynch come on. Paxton Lynch is not good in, at football for the National Football League. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick would be a good backup for that team, especially with Big, Big Ben's injury problems. Duck Hodges, third string, I think he has potential. Mason Rudolph, I honestly don't like at all. Like, I don't think he's good at all. I believe Duck Hodges is better than him. That's just my opinion. Colin Kaepernick would work well with them considering Big Ben's history of injury. Yeah. Honestly, sorry if you pretty much said everything I would have said. We're going to go on to the Cleveland Browns. Maybe a fit here. So, Baker Mayfield, I mean, to be just straightforward about it, he was pretty bad last year in his second NFL season. Case Keenum coming over from Washington, he'll be the backup. And then Garrett Gilbert, 
AAF star Garrett Gilbert is the third string. Cyrus, I'll start with you. Kaepernick to Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland Browns always have problems. Bringing Colin Kaepernick would bring a lot of attention. What do you think? Let me just say something. The failure of the Cleveland Browns last year is not on Baker Mayfield. Freddie Kitchens. Freddie is Kitchens an is bad. Idiot. Freddie Kitchens yeah. is an idiot. Okay, that's just <laughs> the way to put it. He's just not a. He's just an idiot. John Dorsey played real life fantasy football for the Cleveland Browns. That's what he did. That's not how the National Football League works. There's dynamics between players, quarterback, receiver dynamics, and now and they have a lot of talent on that team. So I don't blame John Dorsey as much because he went out and got a lot, a lot, a lot of talent. I don't necessarily think that's the way that it should always go. But I do think that the failure of the Cleveland Browns last year is almost entirely on Freddie Kitchens with uh, Kevin Stefanski uh, this year. He's an offensive guy, and I think he has a lot of potential. So cap to the team, backup fine. But Case Keenum, I think, is a solid backup in and of itself. So I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I don't think it's necessary in any way. Josh, you Josh, if you have a thought on this, I'll let you go because I do have a thought on this. I mean, I, I agree with Cyrus. And when I look at it, it's just kind of one of those situations again where I think Baker Mayfield should be on the field. Case Keenum is a pretty solid backup. If you want to throw a cap in there somewhere, go ahead. But I don't think it should have a big impact. I would bring Kaepernick, and here's why. Baker Mayfield, Cyrus, you're completely right. Freddie Kitchens was terrible. But if Baker Mayfield struggles again, and let's say it's week 10 and the Browns are 2-8 and eight, and Baker Mayfield's playing poorly, why not bring Kaepernick? He's a high upside play. Case Keenum is a guy who could come in, and if your starter gets injured, he could maybe play 500 ball. But Case Keenum's not going to be the guy to take your team to the playoffs. I, I, I actually think Kaepernick could be a solid fit for that team. If you guys have thoughts on that, go for it. If not, we'll move on to the Cincinnati Bengals who have Joe Burrow as the starting quarterback. I, they could bring Kaepernick. I don't see it. Do either of you guys disagree? No, I, I agree with you. And the one big thing is you have to look at, like, who the starting quarterback is. And I just can't see Colin Kaepernick being the mentor to Joe Burrow. It just yeah. it doesn't fit. It's like you, you might, like, sure, Joe Burrow might struggle. Every sign points to the Bengals wanting this guy to start from week one. It just seems like bringing Colin Kaepernick, like why, why would you do that to Joe Burrow at this point? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the Eagles bringing Jalen Hurts. Why are you doing that to Carson Wentz? He, he's had two years of everyone saying Nick Foles is better than him. And now you just bring in Jalen Hurts. So we're going to go to the AFC South and start with the Houston Texans, Bill O'Brien has mentioned that he will be kneeling during games. They currently have Deshaun Watson, who's a top – some would argue you should check our first podcast. Two of us argued he was a top five quarterback. I did not. Definitely a top-tier quarterback. A.J. McCarron is the backup, and they also have Alex Magoo. Cyrus, we'll start with you. What do you think? Okay. Personally, I don't think – like, Bill Bryan kneeling for the flag is fantastic, and that's what I like to see. But I don't think it's going to impact whether they sign him or not. Oh, 
Yeah, definitely. I just thought it's notable. Because... Yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, I, I just think that Deshaun Watson, top number five quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion, like Danny said, go check out our first podcast for more on that. But I do think that A.J. McCarron is heavily underrated in the National Football League. Like, he was with the Bengals, and they, he started a playoff game for them, I believe, and I think he actually played pretty well for that. For the situation he was put in, just listen, just listen. He was projected to be a starter the next season, and I don't really know if anyone really went out and got him, and I think that was a mistake, and he just kind of fizzled out back up into his backup role, and it's kind of sad to see that because I actually do think he has some potential. I don't think Colin Kaepernick necessarily needs to come to this team. Deshaun Watson is at a point in his career where he doesn't need mentoring anymore. He hasn't shown signs of injury. A.J. McCarron is a solid backup enough that – a solid enough backup that you really don't – I don't believe the Texans need him. Again, wouldn't be opposed to it, but also doesn't necessarily need to happen. No, and the thing is, if Vontae's perfect doesn't take out Antonio Brown's head in that game, A.J. McCarron's probably leading a playoff win. So that's interesting. Josh, what do you think? Kaepernick and I mean, Houston. I just think Deshaun Watson is too good to really – for this – to matter and AJ McCarron does his, can do his job as a one week backup if need be. So I just don't see a point here. Yeah, and so we'll we'll move on. We're gonna go to the next one's the Colts, and I, I personally don't see it here because you had Brissett, who was like a below average starting quarterback last year. I feel like the Colts have already brought in that guy with Phil Rivers to compete for that spot. If either of you guys disagree, please say so. But I don't see Kaepernick, the Colts. It looks like you guys and are agreeing with me. Danny, yeah. also, they have Jacob Eason as their yeah. third string. There's too much depth here to need a quarterback. Too much depth there. They also have Chad Kelly, former Mr. Relevant, going to the Tennessee Titans. Now, this one is interesting because they gave Tannehill a big contract, and that's something we could – further dive into on a different podcast. We discussed that a little bit on the first one. They don't really have a backup at the point at, at this moment. And if Tannehill struggles, Cyrus, we'll start with you. Do you think they could bring in Colin Kaepernick? Can you – they don't have a backup necessarily? Their backup right now is Cole McDonald. He is a rookie seventh-round pick. And then they also have Logan Woodside, who was – a seventh-round pick by the Bengals last year. So they have two seventh-round picks with zero NFL experience as their backups. Well, okay, McDonald so ran the fastest 40 for a quarterback, and besides that, 40 yard dash is can... the most <laughs> overrated event in, in the NFL combine, in my opinion, especially for, for a quarterback. But talking about that, that quarterback, 40-yard dash, in my opinion, is overrated. You look at – we can talk right. about that in a different we, podcast. We can talk about that separate time. However, there, after hearing that quarterback room – Colin Kaepernick would be a great backup, in my opinion. I mean, you can't – I feel like if, if they had – if they were given the opportunity to sign him, absolutely. You, what happens if I – don't, I don't necessarily think Tannehill will struggle, but what if he gets hurt? If he gets hurt and one of those two seventh-rounders goes in, I practically already forgot their names, um, their season's over. Like, I'm sorry, that, that's just a fact. Like, handing, it, handing the ball off to uh, Derrick Henry can only get you so far. Ryan Tannehill last season proved that he was able to be sharp with only 
a few amount of reps during the game, and I think that's really impressive. And I think he absolutely deserved his contract. And I think Ryan Tannehill is a great starter, and they definitely need a better backup in case he gets hurt. That that contract has Brock Oswell ran all over it. It's simply in terms of low amount of games played the previous season, signed into a big contract. Same thing with Nick Foles. Um, same thing I felt about the Patriots. If you're Mike Vrabel, you bring in Colin Kaepernick today, you sign him, you let him compete with Daniel. I think Daniel definitely starts week one because he got a massive contract. And you don't you don't not start the guy week one if you give him that contract. But if he I struggles, think, I don't think you let him compete. I think you tell I think you make it yeah, very clear to fine. Colin Kaepernick that he's he's a locker room guy and he's there in case Tannehill gets hurt. Because you don't give a there's no it would be mind boggling to me if the Tennessee Titans allowed Colin Kaepernick to compete with Tannehill for the spot in the offseason. I think he yes. glided out with Tannehill for a long time before it becomes abundantly clear that Tannehill is not, in fact, your guy. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Josh, do you have any thoughts on Titans, or should we move on to the Jacksonville Jaguars? I think we should move on. You guys couldn't have said that any better, in my opinion. Yeah, and just my short-term memory loss. We, we went over the Colts, right? Yes. All right, good. Going to the Jaguars. They have Gardner Minshew, a six-round pick. And then the backup, Mike Glennon. We keep bringing up that name. Josh, I'll start with you. Kaepernick to Jacksonville. How does that sound? Well, I mean, Minshew did surprise people his rookie season. I, I don't think anyone can doubt that. He had a great year for, for a rookie that no one knew coming into the season, to be fair. And Mike Glennon, I mean, it's Mike Glennon. That's all I'm going to say. Maybe you bring in Kaepernick here, but I just don't like competing against possible franchise quarterbacks. And I'm not saying Minchu is going to be a possible franchise quarterback. I say he's young. He's proven himself enough in a good rookie season. And I just wouldn't mess with that if I'm the Jaguars, but I would bring in um, Cap to back him up. Now, I, I think you bring in Kaepernick because Minshew, we're not sure. Minshew played well last year. Mike Glenn's a bad backup. Joshua Dobbs is a bad backup as well. Minshew played well last year, but he played like he wasn't a top 15 quarterback. And that's the thing. You, met, you said it yourself. Minshew could be that franchise guy. But if he goes out and sucks, Kaepernick's a good option. That's why if I'm the Jaguars, I'm bringing in Kaepernick. Cyrus, do you have any thoughts on that? No, I agree with what both of you guys said. Sign Kaepernick okay. if you can. Then we'll move on to our last division, which is the AFC South. And I'm pre we can pretty much skip over the Kansas State Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes as their starter and Matt Moore as their – sorry, not Matt Moore. Chad Henney as their backup. Agree with that? Yeah. Okay. And then – so I think we'll go to the Denver Broncos. That's a pretty interesting quarterback room because you have Drew Locke, who I think is pretty well liked. Most people seem to think he's going to be that guy, but he has he only has four NFL starts. And they also have Jeff Driscoll as the backup, Brett Ripien is the backup, and Riley Neal. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I've heard of Riley Neal. He is the fourth string right now. Um, either of you guys have thoughts on Cabernet to the Broncos? I mean, I think Drew Locke is the Denver quarterback, whether he sucks, whether he's amazing, like 
you just look at a Denver quarterback, you see Drew Locke, and I don't think they should change that. Okay. Cyrus, do you have any thoughts or move on? Uh, All right. Cyrus is having some technical difficulties. Thankfully, we got through most of this. We'll go on to the L.A. Chargers, and I'd say no to the Chargers, and here's why. They have Justin Herbert, but they also have their guy who's going to play this year in Tyrod Taylor. So I say no to the Chargers. Do you guys both agree with that? Yeah, no reason for the Chargers. They spent their first-round pick, and they have Tyrod Taylor. So Okay, and we will finish this off with Libby's team, the team that Josh Libby covers four overtime heroics, the Las Vegas Raiders, now in Vegas. They have Mariota, Derek Carr, and you cannot talk about that quarter room without talking about Nathan Peterman. Got to shout Nathan Peterman out on this podcast. Josh, I'll start with you because this is your team. Have so, to the Raiders. All I'm going to say is that Derek Carr is not the guy. Derek Carr should, should not be the future, should not be the guy that Raiders are going through down the line. But, and here's why I'm kind of shying away from Kaepernick is because you have – Marcus Mariota, former second overall pick. He's 26. And give him a chance. You can – the only way I would bring in Kaepernick right now is if Derek Carr is off the team. But other than that, I think there's too much upside if Marcus Mariota goes out for two years and shows what he can do. So – that's just my take. And then Nathan Peterman is the GOAT, and he should stay on the team no matter what. Dude, Nathan, Nathan Peterman, what a, what a guy. Nathan Peterman, I'm going to say it's just what a guy. I mean, probably the worst quarterback of all time. Sorry, do you have any thoughts on this one? No, I, I just want to uh, thank Nathan Peterman. The week, that, um, <laughs> the week that he was announced to be the starter, I picked up, I believe, the L.A. Chargers defense that week, and he threw five interceptions. Multiple pick sixes. Just want to shout out Nathan Peterman for that. That was really helpful in securing a win that week. So thank you very much. I love how we turned this into a Nathan Peterman conversation. That's awesome. Uh, Kaepernick, I say no Kaepernick for the Raiders just because they already have two, like, I'm not high on Carr or Mariota, but I think they're probably at this point both better than Kaepernick. So I don't really think Kaepernick would be a great signing. And so that's going to do it for all our teams. But I want to get one final thought. If you had to pick one team, and this is entirely if Kaepernick even wants to come back, is we discussed this at the start. If you're Colin Kaepernick and you've been treated so poorly by the NFL, part of you has got to feel like I don't even want to come back and go to that organization. But this is saying if he signs, Josh, I'll start with you. Which team do you think signs Colin Kaepernick? Well, I mean, this is certainly a tough question, but – I'm going to go on a limb and say the Pittsburgh Steelers just because Roethlisberger's hurt, hasn't played a ton, hasn't played at a high level. Mason Rudolph is certainly not the guy. And then right after that, you're going into JT Barrett and Delvin, Devlin, I don't even know, Hodges is not good. And besides for the beast of Paxton Lynch, Six seven out of Memphis have to plug past Paxton Lynch because he's an animal. Besides we're, that, we're really talking about Paxton Lynch on this podcast. Yes. I, I got Josh. I got to cut you off on that one. 
Cyrus. Okay, Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Cyrus, what's who's going to sign Kaepernick? The Chicago Bears, and I believe I said this earlier in the podcast, would be a phenomenal fit for Colin Kaepernick. I mean, just think about it. Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky, I'm sorry to say it, they both suck. Neither of them are good quarterbacks in this league anymore. Nick Foles, great 2013 season, mind-boggling playoff run where he just absolutely went off with the Philadelphia Eagles. Everywhere else, he's been bad. Now let's look at the Chicago Bears offense. I mean, let's, Allen Robinson, he's a very good receiver. Am I wrong to say that Taylor Gabriel is also on that team? Yeah, you got I cut. believe he is. He, did he you get cut? cut? Okay. Cut. Well, I still think Allen Robinson is a good receiver. Dave Montgomery, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. Oh, Jimmy Graham. Okay, whatever. But um, David Montgomery and um, Tariq Cohen in the backfield, that can lead to some unique stuff. I think that Colin Kaepernick can do really well and thrive in the Chicago Bears offense and lead them, maybe not to the playoffs his first year with them, but he, they have potential, especially with a strong defense. So that's just my opinion. They, looking at it right now, they also signed Ted Ginn Jr., which would, would, would be a Ted Ginn Jr. Colin Kaepernick reunion. I personally, I, I will say this before I give my take, I do not believe Kaepernick is going to return. And it's not because I don't think he's going to get the opportunities because I think if you're Kaepernick, why would you want to come back? But if he's going to get signed, I'm going to say the Tennessee Titans. I think he's going to be the backup. I think right now, if he gets an opportunity, I don't think he's going to be in a position, no matter where he goes, to realistically be a week one starter. Just having been so so removed, having been removed from the NFL for so long. And, I mean, we, we talked about it. the Titans – Daniel had a strong second half of last year, but he also hasn't ever had extended success in the NFL. And their two backups are seventh-round rookies. So for me, Kaepernick to the Titans. And I'm, I'll say, like, I'm totally rooting for Kaepernick. If he comes back and, like, is a top-tier quarterback again, I mean, that would just be so cool to watch. But that is going to do it for our podcast. I enjoyed recording this one i thought it was a pretty good podcast josh what do you think yeah i mean i thought it was certainly fun to go down the teams and just see where you could fit and especially seeing some guys that we probably would never have mentioned hence the goat paxton lynch nathan peterman uh josh dobbs like this was going back in time and analyzing every single bum quarterback in the NFL. So that was great. I don't, I don't think I – when we started this podcast, I pictured there being a time when we mentioned – not even we, not, not we, but Josh mentioned Paxton Lynch three times in a single podcast. I don't, I don't think it's possible for anyone to mention Paxton Lynch three times in an hour 20 long conversation. Cyrus, would you, any final thought? No, that was super fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure to check out our first podcast. Um, oh, talking about – the uh, top five NFL quarterbacks and even more on that. And uh, we're going to pump out more stuff for you guys, and it should be really fun. All I'm going to say is thank you for watching, and eventually Paxton Lynch will be on this podcast. I was going to say, if you know what? You know what? That's our goal. I'm with that. Our I'm goal. That. No, no, no. I'm calling it right now. 2021, Paxton Lynch is going to be on this podcast. Yep, let's get I'm, it. I'm gonna, Let's get it. I'm going to put that out there right now. What, what's the date right now? It's, currently, when it I, is June 13th. 
You got it. This is going to come out on June 14th, most likely, because I'll edit this tonight. I did not picture ever mentioning Paxton Lynch once, and Josh, you somehow worked a way to put Paxton Lynch into five separate conversations. So for, I mean, that right there is mind-boggling. So Um, I just followed Paxton Lynch. I'm going to send him a DM, and we're going to hope for the best. See, the thing is, he's going to listen to this and say, this guy kept calling me a bum quarterback. Anyway, so we got off track there. I'm going to wrap this up. This was fun. I, I really enjoyed this podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at JCPodcast1. Follow us on Instagram at JCPodcast. Check out our first podcast. I did not screw that up this time. That's going to do it. See you guys. I'm not going to do that.